Welcome back to another episode of the Capes and Tights podcast right here on capesandtights.com. I'm your host, Justin Soderberg. Once again, we have someone from the comic book industry. What a what a crazy world this is. No, uh, I have today Jay Martin, music acclaimed music video director and storyboard artist from Hollywood, who also has written a graphic novel, original graphic novel over at Dark Horse called Lost Boy. He's a nationally, he had written 1996 to 1998. He had a nationally syndicated comic strip called Tommy. He's a storyboard artist for movies such as The Amazing Spider-Man number two, Constantine, I Am Legend, Ad Astra, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, and more. Martin is also an award-winning music video director, as I mentioned before, directing movies, music videos for artists such as Plain White Tees, Nas, Shawn Mendes, Christina Perry, Daughtry, Kid Rock, Atreyu, Census Fail, Dashboard Professional, Taking Back Sunday, Death Cab Vacuity, and more. He's also wrote and directed his own feature film entitled Seven Minutes, which came out in 2014 and is available online as well. Uh, we talked Lost Boy in his upcoming book, Yellow, from Dark Horse Comics, over here on episode number 127 of the Case and Tights podcast. Before you listen, though, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Blue Sky as well as rate, review, subscribe, all those things over at Spotify and Apple, all your major podcasting platforms. This is Jay Martin, illustrator and writer of Lost Boy at Dark Horse Comics. Enjoy, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. How are you this morning, Jay? I'm great, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. We're excited. I mean, I will say right off the bat, I am in love with Lost Boy. It's a great book. Uh, I am so happy to talk to you today. So um, we'll just get rolling into it and, and cool. chat some yeah. some uh, some some comics, some graphic novel, some original graphic novel um, for anybody who's going to you know see it. This is Lost Boy out at Dark Horse um, Comics, Dark Horse Books, whatever. Dark Horse. We're just going to say Dark Horse because that makes it simple. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, before we get started into, into talking about Lost Boy, really, let's just get to know a little bit about you, Jay. Um, so you had a comic strip, Tommy, that was nationally syndicated, right? Am I correct about that? That is completely correct. That was probably, I mean, that, I mean, that was like in 1997, 98, maybe. Back a little while ago. That was but like, not too long ago. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, that. Um, I did that, you know, right when I got out of college. So it was like, um, it was really exciting. Um, but um, yeah, it was it was really like the wrong time for me to be in comics, I think. And I think I was like ready for it. So I'm, uh, I'm going back to my roots. Exactly. Uh, but you had this gap. So obviously you did the comic strip. Your, your, your dad was a cartoonist as well. Is that correct? Still is. He still does his comics. Um, he does like three comic strips. He does Mr. Boffo, Willie and Ethel, and Cats with Hands. And he, he basically just keeps drawing them. He can't stop. Can't stop. <laughs> can't stop. He must be must have been doing it for a number of years then now, huh? I mean, he's been doing it since I was, I don't know. I mean, I think I was like probably maybe 10 years old when he yeah. was, like, got syndicated with his first comic strip. And then, yeah, so he's been doing it for, yes, yeah, it's been his, his whole career. 
That's awesome. That's so cool. So, so did comics to you, uh, comic strips really what get you into the medium of reading, you know, paneled uh, stories and things like this in, in the first place, obviously with your dad being a cartoonist and so on, or did you actually read X-Men and, and different uh, comic books itself too? Oh, I was, uh, I think it was, so what happened was my father was really focused on being a cartoonist and he he couldn't like uh, work or do anything if there was a television set in the house. So when I grew up, there was no TV. And my brothers, I have four older brothers who are like, you know, around six and 10 years older than me. Mm. And they were comic book collectors. Uh, and so there was just tons of comic books around the house, like bags of old Conan, Avengers, like tons of comics. So I was just like, I would just sit and read comic books and then I would try to draw the comic book characters. And then my dad had like his office where he was doing these newspaper comics. So I was seeing like the process, like the penciling, the inking, the zip tone the whole like, you know, how we do the lines and the lettering. It was just like, it was like growing up in like a comic workshop and no distractions because there's no TV. Yes, yes. <laughs> And so that got you into it in the first place and, and seeing that, but you then took a deviation really. Cause I mean, you went into directing and, and storyboard art and stuff like that instead of doing comics right off the bat. I mean, is this your first, I, I don't know much about you other than the small things that I've seen. Is this your first like published book like this uh, yeah, out there? I've never done anything like that. I never even like, I'd always wanted to, like it was sort of in the back of my head. Like if I ever get a chance, I want to like, because I, as I get older, I like got really into like reading graphic novels mm -hmm. and like appreciating the art form, and you know that was especially, yeah, just it, it became like a thing. Like go to a comic book shop, and I I really like that that sort of OGN, like very interested in that creatively. Mm -hmm. But I never felt like I had like the time because I'd be I'd be either shooting or trying to pitch on a shoot or developing something and I was just in that other world and I think I hadn't, I didn't even realize it until not even with Lost Boy but I think with this new project comics take time it's like mm. a very time consuming exercise it's not like um it's it's a lot of time mm -hmm. like the drawing even like the writing it and everything is just like yeah I don't yeah I mean like I get up at like five o'clock every morning to like write and draw these yeah. comics to like get them out it, it's funny too because you I mean there are you get i'm guessing you have a special appreciation for those people who have an artist or a writer there's a team because you do in this you have frank and yourself that and then obviously you have an editing team over at dark horse and things like that but like it's you you're doing all the lines you're doing all that stuff you're coloring it it's a lot of work you mentioned that um and so you know, people have a special appreciation who have other people to do the work for you you're doing everything so it is even more work than some other people get to do <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is it is it's really it's fun work like i really enjoy it but it does just takes time like you can't get around like mm -hmm. on the time it takes to like draw a page of comics it's just it is what it is so you you're you're at the desk a lot more yes. like doing music videos you know it was a thing where you'd you'd work you know, like uh, probably the uh, best year I ever had doing that is 
you'd have a shoot basically every month or so mm-hmm. and the sh- you know prep would be a week and then you'd have a you'd shoot for a couple of days and then you'd edit for a week or two maybe there's visual effects but it was like there was time <laughs> yes it's like it's like there's like no time like i'm out of time just like getting up and like i don't know it's a lot i mean it's funny to think about like but, is it um, do you like just like the torture of writing and drawing comics i mean because you just mentioned how i didn't say easy but like it's different doing directing music videos and things like that but then you so you did your tommy uh comic strip and then you went on and you did music video how did you get into directing music videos like how did that come about so i always like i had this like i always wanted to like direct music videos i was i was so not having a tv this all goes back to not having a tv (laughs) my friends when i was in high school would make me they would they would put those tapes in like a vhs tape in and they'd record mtv for like three hours or whatever the length of those tapes were and they'd bring me the tapes it's like like here you can watch videos and you can have some culture like i was like one of those (laughs) that's amazing They'd bring me, you know, it'd have like, you know, the in excess video and, you know, all the whatever the cool videos were, but like hours of it on a tape. And I had I had a, a VCR and I hooked it up to my computer monitor. So that was sort of my entertainment system. But I would watch videos, just hours of these videos. Um, and I was kind of obsessed with the art form. And I had done the comics and I felt I think I was like at a time in my life where I felt like my father was a cartoonist and I wanted to do something different. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, didn't feel right. And so I was like, let me try something else. And I went to graduate school at Pratt in New York. And I was, I was there and I was studying painting and I went to this art exhibition and it was storyboards. There's all these storyboards from movies. And I can't remember what movie in particular, but it was, um, but I saw the artwork and I was like, oh my God, this is what I do. Like it, it kind of looked like comic book art, black mm. and white. And I immediately was like, started like researching it and basically decided very quickly that I would just pack up my stuff and move to LA to try to become a storyboard artist. And uh, and I, <laughs> I did that. It was funny because I I found this agency that represented storyboard artists in LA, and I was like, oh, I saw their website, and they they would you know they had people who did all these movies, and I was like, oh, I could just do that, and so I like made a portfolio, and I drove out there, and I like literally went to the place, you know, showed up, and I was like, hi, here's my portfolio, and I was like, this is gonna be no problem, and they looked at it, and they were like yeah you can draw comics but like you don't know anything about movies or film like this is like great and i was like so it's not gonna happen right away and they're like yeah nah you gotta like you got a ways to go and so i just like i uh i just started scrambling and i tried to like this was this is a very i had a fortunate occurrence i was I was just trying to like be out and meet people and try to meet someone who could try to help me out with this. And I 
was at a party and I met this guy named Mark Bristol and he had just storyboarded the thin red line for Terrence Malick. Mm. And, and we're at this party and he's like, you really want to be a storyboard artist? And I was like, I do. And he's like, if you're serious about it, come over to my house at 10 a.m. and I'll like show you the ropes. And so I did. And he like spent the day with me and basically just like, showed me what he did, showed me the process, taught me like about like film language. He showed me some books that would like, like sort of film school books that would help me figure it out and kind of set me on the right course. Um, and so then I started doing like student films and trying to get like a real portfolio. And then I went back to that agency and they were like, okay, we'll represent you. <laughs> And um, and then I started working in storyboard artists. That that's that's just yeah. It's it's one of those. These are the small jobs that I think that even the most rudimentary people who watch films don't understand that they're there. Including to the point where if I, you know, told someone I was like, yeah, you know, Jay Martin was on there, and to me, some of your credits like, hey, there, Delilah it was like my high school years, and so it's honestly, uh, I if I'm right, I saw that you directed Senses Fail music videos oh and yeah Atreyu. and those oh, bands that literally i saw most of those bands live in concert and it was uh, like uh, my it's my like wheelhouse so seeing that was like oh this is kind of cool but if i explained to those that you directed a music video for that that the little comments will be wait there's directors for music video because that's the it's not the i mean just be honest people out there there's directors for pornography videos there's directors for anything that's on screen like this so like <laughs> you may not think it because it may not be the primary thing you know, the music is the primary spot of, of what they're trying to promote. But there is people who have to to put these things together. They have there's a whole team of people who have to do this. And then to the other point where that is, that is the storyboard art. Someone there is storyboard art for the majority of major motion pictures that are out there that get people the idea of what's going on. And and do does being behind the scenes of like music videos and being behind the scenes of storyboard artists help you in making Lost Boy? Like, has this been a journey that's helped you become a better, better comic book artist and comic book cartoonist? Oh, yeah. I don't think I could have made Lost Boy without, like, spending a lot of time studying film. I mean, it was mm -hmm. really helpful for, for making the book and for, like, making comics in general because you're it's visual storytelling. Mm -hmm. And you're when you storyboard a movie, you're essentially making a comic book of the of what the movie will be and uh, you're just you're limited by the aspect ratio of the frame whereas in a comic book you're not and you're able to like but it's it's very similar like making lost boy and storyboarding a movie is like i mean the only difference is when making lost boy you can spend some time on the frames and make them really pretty whereas when you're making a movie they're like, give me all the frames now. Like, I want the scene at the end of the day, like quick. We'll do like on those movies, like uh, like I'm Legend or yeah. or Constantine. Well, not Constantine. That was that was a little different. But like a lot of these movies, you'll do like so many versions of a scene. Like you'll do, you know, it'll be this version and that version, and like it's you you get very like you're not precious with anything you do in that world. Like you'll do, you'll draw like a hundred drawings and they'll all end up in the trash. And then you'll do it again the next day and the next day. And it's very much like, 
doing storyboards is almost like a service. Like your mm -hmm. service is like you're working with the director to show them like what they're thinking or give them a version of a scene. And then they're looking at it and being like, either that's the way we're going to do it or wow, good thing we didn't do that. <laughs> it's terrible. Or, you know, so it's like, it's a lot of, it's more like, I don't think people realize it's a process that's like more than the end result. Mm -hmm. Like storyboards are nice. But do you get to do you get to keep a lot of those like personally, or do you do you I mean, you mentioned in the trash, but like, is there any do you have like ones from the movies you've worked on personally? I mean, I think technically they're like the property yeah. of the studio, so you'd have to like leave everything at Warner Brothers or wherever you were. They so, so what you're trying to say, Jay, is that you don't story. have any legally. You don't. <laughs> I don't. I have some from like these new movies. <laughs> I do because they. <laughs> It's different. Like once yeah. the internet and everything came out, and I was like super late to go to like uh, the tablet. Mm -hmm. Like now I draw everything on the tablet, but I was like so late to that. Like I was doing pen pe pencil and paper like way later. I remember doing a job uh, where I was like the only. It was I was in a bullpen with like four other storyboard artists working on this movie, and I was the only person doing pen and paper and i realized how annoying it was because i was like it was i was at this production company and i would like everyone else was doing everything on their tablets and i had to like go into the office and i would like scan everything on like the computer like every i'd have like a stack of drawings i'd go in the <laughs> office and i think i was like driving everyone insane because it was like they're like what is wrong with this guy like why is he coming to the office why does he keep like he's in like a copy room all day and that's what i was used to because that's i was just like i don't know someone I, just hands you a stack of papers and like hey copy boy can you please copy <laughs> no i don't that's not what i do for a living yeah, i'm not the <laughs> copy boy i'm drawing this stuff <laughs> it's funny how you mentioned the tablet thing because i use a lot of tablet as I'm a, my day job as a as a creative director for a brewery and I do a lot of our marketing our, our our beer can labels and things like that and we just did one for the local, uh, I say local, but the regional theater we have in it. We have a professional uh, theater here, and they're fifty. Right? Yeah, their fiftieth season at the Penobscot County or Penobscot Theater Company is this year, and so they just kicked their season off, and they wanted to do a collaboration beer at the brewery I work for in honor in releasing it. They also for their fiftieth season, they have now bought the building next to them and have a uh, a bar. That is like pre-show, post-show. You can get drinks. You can actually get drinks pre-ordered so that when you go into the theater, when the intermission happens, all you need to do is go back to the bar and it's waiting for you at the bar so that you can drink it a little sips there during intermission and bring it back into the theater with you, which is unbelievable. Um, but I did the a can artwork and they just redid re their facade. Like they just did a facade grant. So they have like this new beautiful looking outside of their building and they're like this is what we think that the building should the can should look like so i illustrated the entire outside of the building and i did it all digitally and it wasn't until like i was at the theater over the weekend for their opening night that i realized i should have done it on pencil and paper because i could have then maybe auctioned off the original art as a fundraiser for them yeah, for right? the theater. but now i'm like the original art of like here's the ipad that i drew it on <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, like, there's is... no original art anymore. I mean, I could just print it, and, and technically, if I print it once, that's the original art because I'm. I'll never, but like, it's just, it's not the same. So I it's wish a... I would have done it that way. But 
So you talk to a lot of like comic people. What do what do you do? Like how do you what do people do that do all their stuff digitally for their original art? Do they just Nothing. go So what's happening, I think, more, I, I talked last, or two, last two weeks ago's episode was with uh, Liana Kangas, who uh, they're, they're a comic book artist, and, and she's they're wonderful. Um, but they are starting to do more pencil and paper because the value of that original artwork. And sometimes it's like, we'll do pencil and paper for covers because that's what people want. Like, you know, for you, the original artwork for the front of, the cover of Lost Boy is the one that people are going to recognize and see. And so maybe that if someone's a huge Lost Boy fan, they want that original piece of artwork more like your third panel inside the page. It, 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 it's an original artwork, but maybe it's not as recognizable to a lot of people as the cover is. So like Liana is doing a lot more like covers, pencil and paper, and then interior work. They'll might switch to an iPad or, or some sort of tablet so that it doesn't really matter. Also, these people who are with comic book, um, like art vendors they're going to want original art so a lot of people are going back some people like sketch on an ipad to make sure they get what they want and then do the original later on stuff on pencil and paper so that they can uh, have so have some sort of original piece of artwork it's, it's it's a mixture of people i think it depends on what you want to do with that artwork afterwards <laughs> i mean i like that idea of selling it that seems like a good lucrative mm -hmm. <laughs> like i think those guys like to do it the old school way uh i think i think they're doing well well that's and that's the thing is conventions a lot of the the fact that like you know this is your project obviously and other people who are working for the big two so someone does a cover for like a x-men book um and you go to a convention and you can sell that original artwork it's probably going to yeah. make more money off of that original piece of artwork than you are that you got paid to actually do the book because daily or you know, page rates and cover rates aren't what they should be. And so a lot of people keep that original piece of artwork so that they can then sell their original artwork later on uh, and, and not to draw another thing. Plus, they could probably make, you know, depending on the artist, upwards to a couple thousand dollars, which is probably more than what they got paid to do the book in the first place. So I think it's a mixture of whatever. Personally, I'm not good enough <laughs> to do, a, do an illustration on a piece of paper once and be like, this is good. I had to redraw that so many times that if I didn't do it on an iPad, it probably would have taken me way longer. And that was on such a time crunch that I couldn't have done that. It is but. so much faster on the tablet because that like command Z. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're like, okay, no, no. Or like where you want someone on a page. Like if you have, you know, your, your deer in Lost Boy in a certain spot, but you want to move it. If it's on a tablet, you can put it on a different layer and move that deer around a little bit. Like all that stuff is something that you can't really do easily and quickly. You can on a piece of paper, but like, it's just not, I think it's, you're going to get better final product in my opinion, if you use it as tablet, because you're going to get what you want on the page, not what you are time crunched or what you're, you know, Oh, I don't want to redo that again. <laughs> That's what you're going to get. That's why I think tablet sometimes is better end product because of that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I don't know why it took me so long to switch over, especially with the storyboarding, mm -hmm. because everything's getting scanned in and sent down the line to like previs or whatever the next department is. Yeah. So when you just draw it, obviously, it's already in the computer. Yes, it's already done for you. You just literally <laughs> export it. And then if they yeah. need to change, they need to change and it's on physical paper, you need to erase something and change it, then you have to do that. And then go back to the copier, scan it in again, right. and send it. You know, this is like quick change, send the PDF off again, PDF, PDF off again, 
to your editor or whoever and they're like sounds good that looks good look much better and you can move on it just takes less time um but yeah and also the the software is just so much better nowadays i mean i can't imagine me trying to draw on a like the original tablets uh compared to what they are like now like the fact that oh, someone can just yeah. go to a store and buy an ipad and download some software and at least do something it might not be the best software out there but there's something for them to draw on which is pretty cool i can just picture my son he's two like the first time you ever draw draws it's like on an ipad <laughs> not scribbles like i can just picture that like it's not even on paper so new world it's crazy um, it is a new world yeah i think there's guys i think there's people that do comics on their ipad mm -hmm. like huge artists mm -hmm. like, like i see that on instagram like it's like on the procreate they're yep. doing like whole books mm -hmm. which is it's just amazing to see and then you get to get, coloring digitally is a lot easier I mean, did you cut you i'm guessing this was this digitally colored as well yeah i mean i did yeah. i started it pen and paper with okay. lost Blood, but then i ended up doing it all like 80 percent of it is is all on the computer and it's all colored nice. That's and awesome. I always the I always did color on the computer. Like when I did storyboards for movies mm -hmm. and stuff, I would scan everything in and then I would like color it in Photoshop with one of those like Wicom tablets. Yeah. Not like the one that you doesn't yes. have the screen on it. The early, <laughs> early, early model. But uh yeah, so we'll we'll get into Lost Boy here. Let's talk some Lost Boy then. Um so Lost Boy is the original graphic novel out at Dark Horse. Uh, that was released uh, in August. Uh, you and Frank Svetkovic. Did I say that right? So <laughs> we all we think. Uh, but uh, Frank is the letterer of the book, uh, and you did the writing, illustrating, coloring, all the uh, artwork on the book. Uh, it's beautiful, beautiful book. That's one of the first things that I saw when I picked it up. The cover is very. I'm a big cover kind of person. Like when someone sees a cover, it draws you in. I wanted this because. Dark Horse PR sends out an email every month saying these are the graphic novels that are coming out next month. And so you get that and I scroll through it and I hate to say it. I'm not a big Hellboy fan. There's a lot of Hellboy stuff in there and, and all that stuff. And then I get to this Lost Boy and I'm just like the cover, the name. I was like, I I, I need to read this. And then it wouldn't download for me from, oh, from no. their email. And I was like, oh, God, no. So I finally got it to download and I read it and I was uh, you know amazed by it. And I even, my LCS owner, I was like, did you order this? He goes, I didn't even know it existed. And I said, well, that's a problem because you need to. And so then I let him, quote unquote, borrow it. He's an LCS. He has access to this too. He just doesn't have it on the list. Borrow the PDF. And he's like, oh my gosh, I need. So he ordered a couple of copies for the shop uh, because oh, of that. So it's now on the shop. Uh, I appreciate there too. that. Yes. Thank so, um, but yeah, so it's unbelievable. So you want to give a little like... Um, Elevator pitch on what Lost Boy is exactly. I guess it's a it's a unusual survival story about a uh, a young boy who's lost in the wilderness and uh, he needs to find a way out. And it's a surprising way he discovers to make it through. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I don't want to give too much away. Exactly. <laughs> well, a, so my biggest line was being saved is not always what you expect or how you expect it. It was what I feel like, I don't know, there was something that's heartwarming, but sad, touching. There's a little bit of everything in there. And it's technically a young adult graphic novel. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And, but it, 
I hate, I always say this when I talk to people about their young adult graphic novels, I'm always like the misconception someone needs to know about young adult it means it can be read by young adults and up. <laughs> right. That doesn't exactly. mean because it's for young adults, it means that you can't read it as, as an adult. <laughs> a young adult graphic novel, it just means that it's able to be read by young adults. It's not <laughs> offensive. It's not, there's no nudity in it, but there's, you can read it if you're 75 years old and you'll probably get a similar a different reaction to it, maybe a different feeling about it, but you'll still get to read it. Don't, (laughs) this is a young adult. I don't want to read that. Yeah. It's like, it's like appropriate for like, I guess 10 years and up Mm. under, I think younger than that might be a little scary. There's Mm -hmm. some, uh, there's some stuff in there that might be jarring, but I think for like, I don't know. Yeah. Like young people can appreciate it. Yes. Everyone. It's kind of like I said, it's kind of like the warning would be that it says for adults only is the same thing that the young adult thing is. It's just telling you that we appreciate we we've looked at it, we reviewed it and said that someone 10 to 17, you're okay to read this is fine. Um, uh, was what, what what I'm getting at at it. Um, but yeah, it released in bookstores everywhere because that's the cool thing about graphic novels compared to uh floppy comics, is that the original release of it, it gets to be like it was like I think it was the twenty-third at local comic book shops and like the twenty-second. At, at bookstores uh, everywhere. So there's that cool thing about everybody gets to bookstores, get it. So pretty much everybody has a local bookstore. There's yeah. not, comic book shops are a little harder to find in your, depending on where you live, but a local bookstore can get this if they don't have it already. So I highly recommend it on that aspect of it. Have you been working on it for a while? Is this a project that you've been using doing for like number of years or is this a project that was took a year to do? How long have you been working on Lost Boy? <clears throat> Possibly it took a few months. Um, it was during the pandemic and we were, my wife was like, I think being in LA was like very stressful. And she was like, we got to get out. Let's like, let's like explore what we can. And so we packed up the family and we went to Santa Fe, New Mexico for, we ended up staying there almost a year. But um, it was when we were in Santa Fe and the kids were on Zoom school and my wife she's a she basically she represents writers and directors and she's a manager and her business was like still going so she was like on zooms and working with her clients and i was basically in charge of like making sure the kids didn't like run away from their computers during zoom so we would be like in this house in new mexico and it was like me and the our two kids and i just started I was picked up this project and I was like, all right, I'm going to get back into Lost Boy. And I just would do it while they were at school. Like what we were all sitting together so yeah. in a room. I mean, it, it was probably like two or three months of, of just drawing at the table with them. And, and then, and then maybe another few weeks later on to sort of finish it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, it was like over the course of, yeah, maybe like two or three, maybe four months. Nice, nice. And I mean, it ends up at Dark Horse. Was this a? I pitched it around to a number of places. Do you? Did was there connections? How did it end up at Dark Horse? I have a crazy story about this, and it all <laughs> goes back to Sean Mendez, who wrote okay. the, yeah, the book. Yeah. So we were. So he had like an album coming out in the pandemic, and his people contacted me and they were like, Hey, we're thinking of doing like a Sean Mendez graphic novel to go with the album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
they came to me because they had, I always did the storyboards and for his videos that I would direct and we don't do these animatics and kind of like an animated version of the video before we made it. And so they knew all about me and drawing comics. And so they were like, let's do this like comic. And, and so I spent like, I don't know, maybe a few weeks just like talking with them, going back and forth with ideas. And I did all this research about comics and I kind of got excited about it. And then they were like, yeah, it just doesn't seem right. Or for whatever reason, they were like, no, we're not going to do this. But, but it kind of set me off on this, like, I need to like see this through. Like, I need to make this kind of, this is the time, like no one's shooting Mm -hmm. anything. I'm, you know, in this place alone and I can just do it. And so I basically took this idea that I had, I'd done like maybe three or four pages of a couple of years ago and I just, you know, opened it up and I was like, all right, I'm going to finish it to the end. I had the outline done. I had like written the story and I just, just started going. And that was the, that's what got it going. But then, okay, here's the crazy, this is where it's a funny story. I lost track. So I do the whole comic just like all by myself yeah. in the back. And then and then uh like I end up shooting a video for Sean Mendez in Toronto. And so I fly up there to to like do the video and we're like prepping or hanging out and I'm talking to his manager, Andrew, and I'm like, remember that comic book we were talking about doing like way back when? he's like yeah what what are you talking about and i'm like well i did it and i want to show it to you and i showed it to him and he was like dude this is really cool like (laughs) i feel like there's something here like i was like he's like i i'm gonna give it to my to sean's agent and Mm -hmm. let's like see what happens so they gave it to uh his agent at ca there's this woman named austin denisuk and she basically gave it to they started introducing me to like the different comic book publishers and, and all the people in that world and, and different people she knew uh, and dark horse specifically. And dark horse was like, this is really cool. We're interested in publishing it. And so like, that was the chain of events that went from to that book getting, getting made. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, dark horse is a great place. They've got a great number of people there. I mean, I love this, the number of great, creators going on there there's people in the upper office offices that are great there uh their stories are amazing and, and you know to me they treat the, the 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 media they treat us pretty well as well so that's pretty awesome that it ended up there i'm happy that it's there in, in general and then you you release it, it comes out in august and then what like a, was it right around the time you released it that that uh you were announced that you're doing another graphic novel it was like a week later or something like that the same week or something I like think that they announced it like the same week it came out <laughs> so obviously yellow is not because of the success of lost boy this is just you already <laughs> had this in the you had this in the hopper i'm guessing that yellow was going to come at some point in the future yeah I mean, uh, basically what happened is once once lost boy got picked up and was going to get published i had sort of made connections with like all these comic book companies and so i was kind of running around pitching comic ideas to to dark horse to to other people just sort of i really got excited about doing another book and yellow was was a project that i was that i've been developing for a while and so i brought that to dark horse and they were like 
All right, let's do this too. <laughs> so, so that had been, yeah, they had just announced it, but um, yeah, that's that's going to come out in May, I guess. You know, it's funny, but if if all, I mean, obviously, the publishing industry does not mean that you may not because of you. But because of a bunch of different factors that you might not hit deadlines, like there may be a publishing a paper issue or a, or a shipping issue or whatever. But if all things go well, it comes out at local comic book shops on May fifteenth, which is my birthday. So oh my it's a great wow. birthday present for me, Jay. Thank you, I appreciate I'll send it. You a special <laughs> copy just <for> wrapped <laughs> with a bow on it. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I was like laughing about that. And I'm like, oh, actually, you know, whatever. It's right around my birthday. So I can say it's a birthday present. The funny thing is, is I'll get the the PR thing like months earlier or a month yeah, earlier. I get to read it anyway. But it, <laughs> no matter when it comes out, I'll get to read it in that time. But no, I saw that and I was like, it's always one of those things. I mean, I don't care. I'm 37 years old. Birthdays don't really mean much anymore. <laughs> Except for the fact that I'm getting older is the only thing. But no. And so when I saw that, I laughed. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool thing. I'll be able to promote it around there and, and have that that out there. But I, if it's anything as well illustrated and written as Lost Boy, I'm excited for it. And that's one of those things that popped up to me. Either. One of the things I love about it being Lost Boy being a young adult thing was the fact that not only is it good for them, young adults, because it's a story-wise, but it's easy to read. I think that's one of the biggest things to me. I think there's so many books that I've gotten advanced copies of. Uh, out there in the past, you know, couple of years that I've like got into the first couple of pages and I'm just like, there's just so much going on. There's like, I need to know 17 different characters and different storylines and so on and so forth that with this being a simple number of characters and the simple number of things that are going on, I was able to just like not bust through it in a way that like I ignore things, but I was able to like almost read it once and okay, now I want to do it again and read it and look up on picture, pick up on other things that are going on. Some of books I just can't get through. And that's the thing. And so, like, to me, easing to read is not saying that it's simple, um, but it's there's something to a very smooth reading book. And Lost Boy definitely fits in that category. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm glad. I think that's that's the idea. Like, mm -hmm. when I'm like, making this stuff is like making it accessible so you can enjoy the story and not be, you know. Well, we were, we were I don't the writers and director strike and you know, I was at the writers and, and actor strike and stuff like that. I don't like talking much about movies and things that are on TV, but I'm watching a TV show right now that has the very first episode was like, they were, they introduced like 50 different people. And I don't like, it's like trying to, it's like, we're now six episodes in my wife and I am like trying to figure out, okay, that's who that is. <laughs> and that's who that is. And also the fact that this is actually based on a, a on a true events, and so that that part also frustrates me because I'm like, I should know who that person is. But I, is it that person? I can't tell. And that's me. And that's one of the things I actually never got into like Game of Thrones or anything like that is because I just <laughs> there's just so many things going on. I, 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 my mind is not sharp enough for all that stuff, especially when people when family members are sleeping with family members. That also screws up everything. Too. <laughs> That's the brand. If you're not into that, you're not into Game well, of Thrones. Well, I'm just thinking it's hard. It's like, okay, wait, hold on a second. Isn't that his mom? I'm so confused right now. And like, no, it is. That You just have to be okay with that. Okay. Makes sense. That's, but no. That's, that's what they do on that show. <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah. So 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 Lost Boy is, uh, for those people out there who are really against floppy comics because they don't want to wait month to month or so on and so forth. They wait, they're trade waiters. That's this perfect also about something like Lost Boy. It's an original graphic novel. So all the story comes out all at once. You can read it all at once. 
and, and get the whole thing. It's available at local comic book shops and bookstores, as well as you can get it probably digitally on the internet, I would believe, too, out there if you're a digital person. We just talked about digital drawing. There's also digital readers. So um, but picking up a physical copy, we recommend buying it at an LCS, your local comic book store or bookstore. However, buy it anywhere. <laughs> that's my big thing you may not like big big box stores but if they have it get it because that also shows dark horse and all these other companies uh, that that sell it that that's worth stocking it and so and then maybe jay will get more than just yellow and there'll be more books coming on in the future but um we want to finish up here pretty quickly here uh, soon but what is yellow about so people can get ready for that one too okay so yellow is uh it's a story of a soldier who uh, flees the battlefield in a in a sort of semi-futuristic civil war, and he's basically he's wounded, but he's and he's he doesn't want to be in this war and he doesn't want to be anywhere near it, so he runs away, and that's his his journey is the story. That's awesome. Like basically, it's it's kind of explores like what this country would be like in the middle of like a horrific civil war, like kind of like what's going on in Ukraine right mm -hmm. now. But imagine that in America, in a in a fictionalized version of America. That's awesome. And so, are you done with that already, or are you still illustrating it, or is, like you just wait because bookmark is also different. If anybody doesn't know, comic books, it's like can be faster bookmark is usually about a year before you get something coming out i mean this book is i'd say it's i mean the, this it's there's there's a little bit of work to be done yet yeah. but it's basically done i mean there's there's a yeah it's it's there's probably a little bit more artwork done that needs to be done and then you know but it's basically done that's awesome that's exciting and it's cool to do that are you doing Comics now? Is this your thing? Or are you going to go back? I think, you know, no, I'm doing another project with Dark Horse additionally. Cool. But I don't know. I don't know if I can disclose, but I'm Which not. Is fine, yeah. I, it's a little under wraps, but we just we just started the project, but I'm just illustrating it and working with some other uh, other creative teams. So it's kind of fun to be on that side of it. That's that's really cool. I mean, are you? I mean, if Sean calls again, are you going to do another music video? How does this work? Are you going to go back into music videos? Are you still yeah, storyboard? I mean, the, the hard thing is like the time, like the comics, yeah. so much time. Like I was like, I was, I'm usually like bothering my agent about like getting me a video, but uh, I feel like I'm trying to wait till this comic stuff is mm -hmm. like, I don't know. It's, I, I love it though. It's really, yeah. it's, it's enjoyable. It's, it's great to like see the book come out. Um, it's a different world. It's something new. It's awesome. I love it too. I love the intermediate, like, I, I talked to Patton a couple of weeks ago, Patton Oswald, and I being an actor, that. comedian, all that stuff, and also drawing and, and illustrating comics. It's really cool because to me, any way we can get people to read and, and, and take in comics is a great thing. So if someone was a Patton Oswald fans of him in King of Queens or Ratatouille or whatever, and they're like, oh, you, you wrote a comic book? Awesome. I'm going to buy that and then fall in love with comics. Same way if someone's like, you know, seen a movie that you storyboarded or so on and so forth finds the connections and knows that you drew or drew illustrated and wrote a comic that they might be into it so i love this cross you know thing and there I, in a couple of weeks i'm talking to david just the actor 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wrote comics and so for Dark Horse. And so that's pretty cool in that sense too. So like those are kind of cool things. I love that cross, you know, cross promotion almost about these things. Like I might be able to get someone to read this book who is not a comic book person if I explain to them that you directed such and such music video or storyboarded such and such movie. And they're like, oh, I, I those I have a frame of reference for. So let me try this out in in in, in that sense too. So that's how I got people to to, to listen to my podcast with Pat and all about like, who is this guy? And I'm like, then I say, you know, these certain things. Oh, that guy. I'm like, yes. You when you see his picture, you'll understand who this person is. <laughs> yeah, I listen. I listen to that one. Minor, minor threats. Yeah. Minor threats and and the alternate alternate just came out. Uh, last week and Tim Seeley, who's an unbelievable, unbelievable comic book person, as well as uh, Jordan Bloom, uh, who who yeah. great uh, director uh, and writer and all that stuff as well in his own in his own right. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. And I'll give a little spoiler, not of the book, but in the world of the fact that this is a strong contender for comic book of the year, our top 10 comic books of the year here at Capes and Tights. So uh, I'm really happy for it. So people should buy it and read it before we get to the end of the year. And it ends up on the list. How about that? <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, I really like it a lot. So I'm really happy you made it. And I'm excited for Yellow. You can find uh, Jay, you're on Instagram, so uh, Twitter, all that stuff too. So you can look at Jay Martin. I think it's just Jay Martian. It's at right? Jmart1 is my, is okay. my Instagram. Instagram. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, so uh, find them on social media out there. Buy Lost Boy. And when the pre-orders are available, they might be available soon to Yellow. Pre-order Yellow as well uh, uh, and get that one out there as well. And then keep an eye out for more stuff coming from, from Jay. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to talk to us and talk comics and, and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, thank you so much, Jay. Cool, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. It was a pleasure. Awesome. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.